just a menace, ju- just a menace. Menace of sobriety, just a menace, ju- just a menace, just a menace, menace of sobriety. Hello and welcome to another episode of Menace to Sobriety. Listen, this is amazing. We're starting a new journey right now. This is crazy. Anyone that's out there that's listening, you must be able to hear the emotion in my voice. Listen, hi, I'm really happy. And if you're watching visually, not only am I looking beautiful, but also I'm radiating with joy because today we start a new journey. It is Menace to Sobriety and comedy, uh, and it's hosted by Daniel O'Reilly and, drum roll please, Kirk Norcross. Yeah. How you doing, brother? I'm all right. This is the best. I mean, look, look, it's it's crazy. We don't know. We've got a format that we're going to stick to, but it's our first time doing it. So it might be all over the place. We've got a subject to talk about. Uh, We've got some uh, listeners and viewers uh, voice notes that we're going to play at the end. Mm. But before we get into all of that, let's just have a little catch up. Oh, and also producer. uh, I want to introduce you to John. John, say hi. All right, guys. How are we doing? John's going to be a part of this. Um, He's going to be on camera a little bit more now, uh, now that he's had some work done to his face. Um, Reconstructive, but, <laughs> but we're going to get him involved a bit more. He's producing this. He's coming up with the topics, and he's going to he's going to run it for us. Uh, John has been here from the start. He was the producer when I very first started on here, and he's helped me with my career, helped me writing a film as well at the moment. So he's a good pal. But over to you, Kirk. Kirk, listen, a lot's changed about you physically since yeah. I've seen you last. Tell us, talk well, us through the physical changes first. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for, for having me <laughs> oh, on here. Thank you right. very much. Thank you. Uh, what, so what has changed since I've had a hair transplant? Yes. Uh, I had man boobs from steroid abuse in my 20s, and I've had, that was brutal. So I had to cut my areola open, split my chest oh. open, pull them out, mm. give me lipo. But I've done it for me, Dan, yeah. because I really don't care about what people think of me no more. But yeah. How do you feel me. about yourself? I feel brand new. You feel brand new? I feel good. I love that. You look so well. Um, new car, you rocked up here in a Tesla. In I love elect- that. In an electric car, though. Now I'm on You've my You've changed, phone. bro. I'm checking the battery. Am I going to make it home? That's crazy. But you know what? No. You I'm- love it. You, you, he was he was, um, he was, was ringing me up when he first got it, and he was talking to me about my McLaren, got uh, asking me what the 0 60 was. And, that. and it ain't fucking far off it, is it? I think we need a little, uh, a little race. I don't know if you're pulling up next to birds, pulling them, though, in a Tesla. It's more like you're pulling up to schools trying to nick kids. Oh, and honestly, no, I'm, least, I'm like... Mm, hi. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing more sexy to me. Just going. <laughs> but now, honestly, I'm feeling good. Uh, I've started a new diet. I've lost. I've lost just over a stone. Wow. And again, these are all steps that that I'm trying to sort out the imperfections that I felt personally for yep. me. My whole life, Dan, I've been trying to create an image to impress people yep. what I didn't like. Yeah. Um, and now I don't care. What I do is I look in the mirror. Masturbate for me, OnlyFans. No, so. <laughs> he had to put that in there. God's sake. No, I look in the mirror and I say, what do you want to change about yourself? Yeah. And, uh, and I'm not everything. No, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no, listen, we, we talk a lot. The re- look, there's a couple of reasons why I wanted to get you on this. The bit, the, 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 this journey started Menace to Sobriety with your podcast, with mm. your episode um, at, that blew up. And every every uh, comment section in my inbox, they're like, when you're getting Kurt back on, when you're getting Kurt back on. And do you know what? I was hitting a bit of a wall and I just thought, do you know what I want to do? I want to spice it up. It was so fun, me yes. and you, because we, we got this serious vibe going on. But also, um, as you just demonstrated, talking about masturbating in the mirror, because he, <laughs> that, that, that is actually a genuine way that he makes money, guys. So don't, don't knock it. What do you mean it. a genuine way? The only way. <laughs> the only way. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, mate. But he isn't He isn't the BBC presenter that that, that, that he's not that one. That's well, that might be out by the time this comes out. Oh, that might be. We still don't know who that is, do we? Definitely Mr. Blobby. It's got to be. Mr. Blobby. Oh, mate. That's a good one, John. Yeah. All the, all the old, all the old uh, big figures from our childhood <laughs> do end up being nonces. So it could be Mr. Blobby. Yeah. He um, had an in there with the kids, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, right, so, uh, listen. All right, okay. So, uh, I'm going to get back to the podcast. Guys, listen, what we're going to talk about, I wanted to go all the way back to the beginning and start by talking about, you know, um, I'll tell you what, John, why don't you introduce it for us? Okay, cool. So, yeah, we're thinking today's topic will start from the very beginning. So, essentially, how to know if you've got a drink or drugs problem. What are the signs? How do you how do you kind of begin the sobriety journey? So let's say, uh, yeah, what would you say constitutes a drink or drug problem? There are different levels to it. For you guys, you know, what what defines it essentially? Kirk, uh, during my addiction, my main problem was when I couldn't get drugs. That was now yeah. that was my main problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, but no, I think different people vary <laughs> yeah. with different things. So I'm only talking from my journey. Yeah, uh, I was. I was cocaine dependent. Wasn't really a drinker. Didn't really bother me, the drink. Um, The only reason I did drink when I was on coke, so I could say to people, they're like, why are you on the gear? Because I'm drinking. It's allowed, isn't it? You know? But But how do you know you've got a problem? I think when um, the main thing before before the aftermath would be if everything, say, and just say a Friday night, for instance. Yeah. If it revolves around, if, if drugs are in your plan, you yeah. know, I've got to do this. I can't leave until I've got this. Or it's so hard to know when you've got a problem. Yeah, how do you think you know you've got a problem then, Kurt? I think you would know, and this is from personal experience. I would know if you've got a problem, if it is affecting daily life. That could be with your family or your work, either it being you not turning up to work or family events or just mm. not being there because of you're either on drugs yeah. or was on drugs the night before. Yeah. And and if your attitude changes, you yeah. know, if you just start snapping at people for mm. no for no reason, if someone says to you, oh, leave, leave that alone. Yeah. If you snap straight away, I think deep down that's when you f- you should realise yeah. you've got a problem because if someone says, oh, you're doing a lot of that. No, I fucking ain't. Rah, 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 rah. No, I ain't. No, I ain't. I think that's your uh, yeah. conscience telling you. Yeah, that. I think I, I can remember I got... Um, I was. I went to my doctors early on when I was, you know, I, I really thought I was suffering with depression, and mm. I went to my doctors. I went to my doctors after it was like after a heavy session, and I was just I couldn't get out of bed once. I was lying in bed, and my missus come up, and the kids were downstairs, and I was just lying in bed, mm. and I was like, I just can't. I just, I just, I don't know what's wrong with me, babe. And I was like crying and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'd been on it, right? Yes. And um, and I said I need to go to the doctors. I was like at my wits end, and I went to the doctors and sat with the doctor, and the doctor. I wish, um, uh, you know, I'd, you've got to be a bit careful t- t- saying to the doctor how much you're drinking, actually, because it can affect whether or not you can get life insurance, I found out later oh, on. really? Yeah, so just be a bit careful of that, because I went to get life insurance after that, and um, and uh, they pulled out the doctor's report and said, no, we can't, because you said how much you drink and stuff Bloody like that. Yeah. So you've got to be careful, just a little note there. That just shows, though, Dan, how bad your problem must have been, because yeah. of checking the units of alcohol... A life insurance wouldn't come near you, yeah. which means yeah. your life could have potentially been yeah. at an end. Yeah. You're right. You're so right. That shows that. You're right. I mean, I, I fully think you should talk to your doctor about it if you if you need help, but just be aware of that. But anyway, and um, I remember he gave, he just I was crying in front of him. I sat in front of him, cried my eyes out, right, and I was like, I didn't speak about the drugs because I just yeah. didn't have the confidence yeah. to. Then I was just a drinker, you know, even though yeah. it was the drugs that was destroying my mind. And he gave me a leaflet and said, Yeah, have a look at that, and um, you know, come back, you know, in a month or so. If you and I was like fucking beside myself. 
yourself. Do you know what I mean? And they give you a leaflet. They give me a leaflet. And I did look at the leaflet quickly and it had on there, um, do you have a drink problem? And it was exactly what you said. And it said questions like, um, once you stop, do you find it difficult to stop it? Does it affect your work was a yeah. big one. Is it affecting your work? And um, all of that stuff, like, does it affect your relationships? Is, mm. it, is, it, is it? So there was that. But personally, myself, I think that if you're... If you're struggling to cope with life, I think this is a good sign, is if you're struggling to cope with life and you're, the way that you cope, you know, you're like, if, if you get to it, well, first of all, if you can't go a few days without it, that's a massive sign. Defin oh, definitely, definitely. If you can't go a few days without it, if every time you drink, you end up getting on the gear, definitely. Yeah. And also if, um, if uh, what was I getting to? Yeah, and also like if, Every time something bad happens, this is a big one yeah. for me. If every time you have an argument or something bad happens, if you have a row with your missus and you're storming out and going to yeah. the pub, if every time you have something bad happen to you, you reach for a bottle or a packet and it's your coping mechanism, uh, I think you're in trouble. Yeah, and I also think once that starts happening, once we start having bad things happen, like as an addict, yeah. when I was an addict, if same bad happens and oh, I resort to the packet straight away. Bang. You make happen. bad things you happen. You start making them happen, yeah, didn't you? Well, Do you know what I mean? Like, like, to that. like your missus is like, where are you going? Oh, for fuck's sake, all the time. Now, now I've got to go get out, get on it because of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing this to me. Yeah, 100%. Just ask what you was up to. Yeah, yeah. No, you've done it again. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. this is all your fucking problem. Yeah, she's like, morning. You're like, fuck off. I'm going to the pub. <laughs> it's the afternoon. So I'd plan it. I'd yeah. plan it the night before in my head. I'd yeah. be like, you're getting on it tomorrow. And yeah, like, and I'll be saying to myself, "Why? Just do something mm. first." And I'm like, "You're doing it tomorrow." The, yeah, the, a massive thing for me, right? And, and, and I've just been thinking about this recently, right? And tell me what you think of this. A massive thing to me. I've done a video actually over the weekend, and I got I caught a bit of flack back on it, where I was like, "Listen, if you're just session at the weekend." Mm. Yeah, if you're just session at the weekend, what you're doing is you're giving into your inner bitch. Stop giving into your inner yeah, bitch, right? Yeah. I was saying that, yeah, because I said there's a lot of people like you were, there's a lot of people out there that are drink and drug dependent mm. daily. Yeah. And they're trying to go sober. And you can go a whole week without it, like I was, and then you're binging at the weekend because you're giving in. To, it's, it's bad. That it, it, it may not be... No, it is a problem, but it's really like giving into your inner bitch. It's bad decision making, no, yeah, definitely. right? And um, some people come back, oh, like you think you know everything now, and uh, da, da, da. you know it's kind of. Someone said it's like saying uh, man up. I was like, no, I'm not saying that. No. I'm saying like just, just, just see that voice inside your head yeah. as as an inner bitch, right? And it made me think. It made me think that I think a huge problem with people that won't, that are finding it difficult to give up is first of all, if if you stop taking drugs and you say to the people around you that you stop taking drugs, it's like you know, you're, I'm an addict. I can't. Yeah. Right. And people don't want to say that. You know what? That's that's the hard one, isn't it? Just admitting. So look, a load of people can tell you. I had people telling me I was an addict before I actually thought I was. Dan, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and then after a while, it started grating on me. And then I started saying, "What the fuck do you know? What do you know?" But then that's what I realised. That was the other side of me, the smart side's saying they're right. And, I, yeah. and the addict didn't like it. So I was like, no, what the fuck do you know? But I know that Dane gets a lot of flack, right? You get a lot of flack for trying to... You don't preach sober. You just talk yeah. about your journey. But trust me, right? I mean, 10 years of my life, like just let's just say 10 years. I think it was since my... Just, just before my daughter was born, when my, when my daughter's mum split up with me, that was when it went really downhill when she's seven. But I was still using when I use as an addict. And people was like... Yeah, but we do this, go on a night out, we get drunk. Trust me, I have been on many nights out being sober. Yeah. Imagine going out and having the best night of your life, being able to drive there, drive mm. home, yeah. wake up in the morning with your family, 
Yeah. I go out. You took me out as a two-year sobriety. Remember, I yeah. celebrated two years. You took me out on a beer and a packet, and we went mad. And I was joking. <laughs> so you took me out and introduced me to a lovely bunch of guys, and yeah, and we went. Um, and obviously, this is not for everyone. If everyone has addicts uh, addiction in other ways, you, we went gambling. We went to the casino. We had a meal. Yeah. A couple of our friends were drinking. Yeah. And I had a, such a good night, but I drove mm. myself to the venue. I drove myself home. I woke up in the morning, mm. done a 5K jog. Yeah. You don't, like, and again, I don't want people that can just get on it once and put it down. I'm not, as you say, mm. do what you got to do. But imagine being able to have the best night yeah. of your life yeah, yeah. without using that. But yeah. if you feel that you have to use that to have a good night, that's where your problem is. Yeah, 100%. And uh, that's what, like, when we went in a casino as well, I'm very conscious of that of gambling as well I'm fine with it mate yeah though. I'm very conscious I'm like I'm in there and I'm like right because I believe that I, be, I do believe as addicts we can get hooked on anything obviously oh definitely yeah no, but but, but yeah but I mean we, we went that's because the boys we were with they were like right if we ain't drinking if we ain't getting fucked yeah, we, then can we at least go yeah. casino or brassing and I was yeah. like I can't go brassing yeah I remember you held my coat didn't you yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but listen, that, that that's a good point. I mean, um, that is a good point because I always think this as well. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, here's another way to know if you've got a problem, right? If you're doing drugs a lot. Yes. <laughs> no, but if you're, if, if, if you get really, really fucking excited when you drink, cause when I drink, I get really excited and I'm like, I want to, and it is literally like this. I want to consume as much as I can yeah. until I'm, t in, until it's the next day, until, yeah. until I'm not allowed to anymore. And I can remember coming back uh, a few times I've been out of my pal, Carlos, you met Carlos and, um, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm with him. We've been out for loads of things, the boxing, loads of stuff. And I'll be on the train on the way home with him, talking to him, just having a conversation. And suddenly I'll be like, "Wait, hold on a second, ain't you fucked?" And he's yeah. like, "No, I've had like three or four rum and cokes." Yeah. And I'm like, "How the fuck do you do that? There's no way I could go out to the boxing or something like that without probably getting on a packet, but definitely getting annihilated." I've got a, a friend of mine, well, he's, he's an old friend of mine now, but um, I think I might have spoke about it before, but um, he'd be like, "Oh." Got a bit of, like, it'd be, say, Friday afternoon. Oh, here's a bit of thing in me drawer from last Friday. I think, you fucking weirdo. I was like, what? How have you left drugs halfway through a bender? Yeah. Well, I do. I just stop it at two in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, so when I had a drug problem, you had to I consume. thought you was weird for leaving drugs. Like, I'm like, yeah. you're fucking nut. What? You can't, yeah. I can't stop. It was, yeah. mate, I'd, I'd drive out my nut. Yeah. I'd be on sleep and tell them, mate, it yeah. was just fucking horrible. But I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, someone on, someone on the um, on the Instagram, or someone on my Instagram when I shared that video, I mean, I'm pretty brave, man, sharing videos about sobriety to my Dapper Laughs account because yeah. they're, they're all fucking sesheds. They, but this is you, Dan, yeah, it's, and, and I love it, was, it that you're not ashamed and you're not doing what a load of other people do is you're not trying to make out you're someone you're not just to fit in yeah. to a category. You are who you are now, and it's this is my journey now. Yeah, yeah. And I love that because a lot of people, maybe that was as uh, as a big following with that uh, John Raj of following, mm. would think, oh, we've got to keep this addiction thing a secret. Let me just yeah. make out. You're who you are, and, proud, and trust me, becoming sober was the best thing in my life. It yeah. really was, you know what I mean? It really was. And, I, and I'm not, I think addicts are born as addicts, right? It's yeah. in, your, uh, in your genetics. But I actually think you could sniff and drink yourself into addiction as well. Yeah, definitely. Because it becomes, as you state, a coping, coping mechanism. mechanism. Yeah, definitely. Mean? And I think there's 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 a spectrum. You're definitely on it. No, there's a spectrum. <laughs> there's, a, there's a spectrum of um. There's a spectrum of 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 problems and different levels at where you're at. Put it this way. Put it this way. Right. This is the simplest way that I'm going to put it for you. If you are sick to death mm. of the way it makes you feel. Yes. 
and you still do it, you've got a problem. One million percent. If you're if you're if you're sniffing gear and regretting it, and uh, you're drinking alcohol and doing stupid shit you wish you weren't doing, and then the next weekend doing it all over again. You've got a problem. But listen, this is the problem, right? When we say you've got a problem, it's like, oh, I'm an addict. No, you don't have to be an addict. You don't have to be an yeah. alcoholic. You don't have to be a drug addict or anything. You've got, un this is the best way to look at it. You've got an unhealthy relationship with drugs and alcohol at the moment that you need to reevaluate, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what I say to myself, like, because there's a lot of lads out there that definitely don't want to put a label on it or uh, there's nothing wrong with you going, do you know what? I'm sick to death of doing this at the moment. I want to work on myself for a little mm -hmm. bit. Do you know what I mean? Put it down for, for a couple of months. Go back if you yeah, want. See how you back, feel. See how you feel. Do you know what I mean? That's, yeah. Mate, that's it. You know, I, the, the last, um, near the end of my becoming sober, like I'd, I'd cry on the way to a dealer's house. I would cry. And people that don't understand about addiction are like fucking pathetic. Well, if you're crying, don't go. No, you don't I, know. You need to do it. You have I, to. I, I remember once on my way to work, didn't even realise I've just followed, put a sat nav in for work and then I've just now pulled up at my dealer's house. Not even knowing, like, and I'm like, well, I'm here now, I might as well. Completely out of my journey, and it was like there was another Fuck Kirk it. that was it's terrible. I couldn't even it? say no, and it was it was like a magnet. Yeah, wherever it was, you know, I'd mm. make sure I'd go in situations or, you know, yeah. but then obviously I was uh, an isolated yeah drug user. Yeah, so that's why I love talking to you because we're so different. Because mm. you were like daily isolated, copious amounts, couldn't stop, and I was like more or less weekends like but still I'd still get a, I'd yeah. still get it in my mind and I couldn't say no but you'll just plan that so you, you'll feel it I look forward Monday, to the Tuesday, session so you're like right if I don't do it till Friday I'm going to hit it even harder yes. on Friday so that's your addiction yeah. is is, yeah. is, is, is as yeah, strong yeah. as mine but just different but mine was like Sunday night I'm going to bed what are you doing tomorrow they're doing nothing I'll just go I'll go pick up in the morning because I know it can pass so I had a lot of time free time I, I ruined my career I ruined this I ruined that I ruined yeah. that and I just wanted time to go really quick. Mm. So when I didn't have my son for a, a week, boom, like yeah. boom, and because I, I know, like literally, mm. one se to me, I was getting on it once a week, but they were three, four day vendors. Like, it was, it <laughs> was nutty. nutty you know what I mean, it was a nut I'll tell you what. Let's not get into it, but um, we have had a couple of sessions together. John, um, talk to us. Let's get your face on the camera again. This is John here. Um, oh, look at that! Look at that! Look at that. that! That work paid off, though, mate. Yeah. That new chin and and, and eye sockets are bloody great. It's it's interesting having John here because he's um he's he's never really he's not he's not an addict. He's like he's got a different perspective on this. But he's been in every single. He's seen all the interviews. He's been in it. Uh, and me and him together have written a film called Sessions. Mm. Uh, that's based on sort of my experience, yeah. but also and um he, I, I was like the way that we were writing together is I was like um. You know, I gave him the premise of what I wanted. I was, yes. I was like, I want this to happen, this to happen, this to happen. This is the story I imagine. This is da 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 da. And he was like, hmm, very good. I was like, but I can't, I can't write. I can't sit and yeah. fucking my retention. I can't, yeah. I can't. Could you write it for me? And he wrote it. And then when I got the first draft back, I was like, fucking hell. How did you know? That's one of my stories. That happened to me. That was da 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 da. That was it. He was like, yeah. I'll, I listened, Dan. I'm, he listened so, to the whole, listen. the whole podcast, but it's brilliant, mate. So, John, script. if as a non addict, Yes. If when I say to you, when I was in active addiction, yeah. Um, and by the way, I just need to clear this up. I have a lot of people sometimes in recovery and say, oh, I'm, a, I'm a recovered addict. Yeah. I personally, and this is just from personal experience, don't think you can ever be a recovered addict. If you're a recovered addict, go have one beer. You can't. Mm. I'm, I'm an addict. That's it. I know that, yeah. that that's my weakness. But when I tell you, John, that, that I would be crying on the way to a drug dealer's house because I don't want to do drugs. How, how would you tell me not to? Like, And you could be as blunt, you know? Well, I mean, I could tell you not to, but that's not going to do anything. Yeah. Because you're, it's, I mean, 
one of the reasons why they call alcohol spirits is because you get possessed yes. by the spirit. You're, yeah. wow. you're almost you're embodying mm. another, you know, like, like like you say, another person. Like you turn up your drug dealer's house. I didn't even realize. It was like there was two, you know, like they say this mm. parallel universe. Yeah, there was like, like there was an you. addict. So my uh, parallel universe of addiction was running coincide with yeah. my mm. this this parallel universe you know and it was it was mad but my brother i love my brother daniel like uh, so much but when it was apparent to all the family that i had a mm. problem and this what used to wind me up and it'd be like i was like Kurt, daniel i just can't like, i can't handle it no more would you stop then yeah just stop oh, why don't you just stop then oh, Fucking Brit, I'm nine years in. Thank you. I'm done. Yeah, right? yeah. And that really frustrated me. And this is why I like yeah. doing this to get because this I ain't doing this for addicts either. Yeah. This is for people that have um, addicts as family members yeah. or spouses. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? And I've had to talk to them. But look, that's why I think my video at the weekend was a little bit harsh. Where I was saying, don't give in to in a bitch. Don't be a bitch about it. it needs to be but, harsh. But 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 but, but 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 that's the, the, the but look what I want to what I, what I was trying to say to people is there is look at what I've done. Look at yeah. what you've done. Right. Yeah. We can only fucking wrap you in cotton wool so much and say I really feel for you I understand what you're going through because yeah. the truth is I'm one traumatic event away from getting back on the packet myself like yeah. you never you fucking never know right but, but, but my thinking is by saying to him look it's just you're in a bitch man you've just got to f you, you know like I said the drink and the drugs Ain't the problem. They're the solution to your fucking problems. Yeah, exactly. You've got to sort your fucking problems out first. Yeah, no, that's that's the main thing that got me proper into heavy addiction. So I, when I used to use, I'd use as an addict, but I couldn't leave it in the week. Yeah. I'd use, uh, I'd, I'd sniff like an addict when I was on it. But so then when my... So did it change from that, from like what I was like, binging? Yeah. Did it change from binging to... Binging on the weekends, Friday. I'd still go on a couple yeah, of day bender. I, I think what saved me from 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 becoming a, a full-blown addict or like or through the thing mm. was work and my family. Yes. Well, I was binging on the weekends, but really bad still. So the weekends, like you, was, but I could mm. go all week, I'm fine. I'd still want it. But I was like, now wait till the Friday because you're, you're going to have it hard. And then I was engaged... Um, me and my me and my yeah. fiance chose to have have a baby, yeah. um, and then a few months into the pregnancy, she just said she don't want to be with me no more. Um, just completely blocked my number, Fuck. and and it was it just the only thing you had left was your addiction. That was and it buckled me. I couldn't understand why mm. she done this to me. And then when my daughter was born, straight away, I want money, but you're not allowed to see your daughter until I say you're not allowed to take her to see your parents. Yeah, and right. I was like. I can't deal with this. Yeah. I can't deal with it. My only way to do it is just get out of my nut because when... I don't want to be Kirk right now. Yeah, because I didn't understand what was going on with Kirk. Yeah. Like, I'm like, four months ago, you just said, yes, you will marry me. Four months ago, you just... We yeah. chose to have a baby and then you're like, don't want to be with you no more. I don't really want you seeing your daughter that much. Yeah. But can you pay as a father? And I was like, I can't deal with well. But this is... This is... And sorry to, to jump That's in on cool. you because this is such a poignant conversation, man, because mm. how many lads do you reckon are listening to this that are going through something like that? Fucking loads. Mate, you know what? I hope I don't get stick for this. And it's not just women, but I'm just... I think it's so fucking bad that a man yeah. and woman can get with each other, right? Married or engaged or just, just a couple yeah. and have children. And if the woman decides... Yeah. Don't want to be with you no more, you've got to fuck off, give me money, and the yeah. kids are mine. Yeah, it's look, listen. And I, so many men are going yeah, through it. I mean, man. if you look, if you look at the men and their emotions group, the Facebook group, there's conversations about this all the time, mm. and there should be a law on it, Dan. Yeah, well, look, listen. Th there's no doubt about it that the 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 system is is heavily biased towards women, mm. um, uh, because they've got to safeguard women, and that's yeah, what yeah, it is. No. They got they got to safeguard. Yeah. But what I will say is 
the the from what I'm seeing, um, and there's a couple of my moderators that are really in tune with this stuff because they fucking been through it. And what I'm seeing is that the courts and the judges and the people they're very, they're all also very in tune with uh, the way that women can manipulate it. Yes. And all I would all I would say, and this is fucking crucial advice, and and I'm sure you'd say the same thing, is that well, you're fucking your proof of it is that if you're going through anything like that, drink and drugs are your fucking enemy, oh, mate. Bad. They're your enemy. Because, I know it now. Yeah, because because um, I get it. I get it. And this is the problem with fucking alcohol and drugs, man. It's like, you know, when we say don't glorify it, they're fucking glorious. Mm. Mate, they they relieve your stress for a moment. They make you they make you forget and escape for a moment. Well, yeah, this is, if I quickly butt in, Dan, so what I'll find is I can't deal with this problem. Give me a drug. Yeah. I completely forget about that, right? It's a respite, but, isn't it? Well, that problem's still there, man. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't, I'm don't. i not thinking about it now because I'm out my nut, but that problem's there. But yeah. when I'm not doing nothing to sort that problem out, it's getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. Then I get off a binge and I've got to deal with that. Yeah. Why don't you deal with it? Why didn't I say, no, fuck this. I'm taking yeah, it's you too to hard. I'm It's too taking, hard. But at that time in yeah. my life, it's I met too a hard. woman that I, I loved. Yeah. The only woman I ever wanted yeah. to spend the rest of my life with at that I time get it. I get it. I understand. And listen, this is the best way that I'll put it for you. You can't handle your feelings that are being given to you, so you want to feel something else that's different. Yes. It's a chemical feeling, right? Being off your nut, that's what I loved. I loved being like, whoa, like fucked, you know? Like, whoa, fucking wild, yeah. crazy. So the feeling of the alcohol in your in your body and you being drunk, the feeling of the drugs in you, and, and that feeling, you can Focus on that feeling instead of focusing on actual yeah. feelings. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, if you're if you're in that position now and you just go, right, what do I need to learn? What what information do I need to get? Yeah. How do I fucking tackle my problem head on and distract yourself with trying to sort your fucking life out? Yeah. So easy for me to say this now. So what I do now, I have some pointers in my life that when I'm suffering or I use them really a lot when I when I've just become sober. Uh, and I'll write them down on my phone to share to people. Yeah. It's just a little daily guide of, of what I do. And I will only do these now. I'll keep them up here a lot, but I'll get my phone out and read them when I... Yeah, when you're struggling. When I really need them. So um, it is... And again, this works for me. It might not work for everyone else, but yeah. you've got to wake up at the same time every day. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if it's at seven in the morning or 12, and, uh, 12 in the afternoon. As long as that is... And this because this is about routine... Yeah. So get up at the same time every morning. I understand some people work nights, so whatever suits you. But make sure that is the same every day. Just yeah. give give it give it a couple of weeks. I'd like you to give it a month, but yeah. um, make the bed as soon as you wake up. Why? It gives you first of all, it's part of a routine, so it mm. distracts your head. You've got this list to do, and it's achieving something straight away. Yeah. I know it's a little task, but once you do this. Mm. It's an achievement, and you've you've gained something within the first thirty seconds of waking up. You know, yeah. And, and it's it's your intentions for the day as well. Like it's a little goal you've ticked it off, and it's one million like percent contributing John. to like uh, the order of your whole room. Perfect. I yeah. love that. And it, my missus never makes a bed. It fucks me off, mate. If I come back from the gym and it's not made, I'm what? like, you just got out of it. I'm like, but she is northern, so she normally just <laughs> rolls out of a fucking bush or something. Well, imagine up. how hard your day's been. And you get in and your bed's all nice made. I know, trust me, it sounds I, I, I silly. Like, I understand this. I understand. It sounds yeah, silly, I but like until it. you try it, um, shower or bath, the first thing, because I know when my mental health is slipping, when my hygiene goes out the window. I don't mm. mean I become a filthy animal, but. You I, shave less, you don't do your body, you don't get your hair yeah, chopped, your you know car's I mean? dirty. Exactly that. Yeah, stuff it, like that. Really help, you know. Um, so I shower. Right, these are things for me, again, you don't have to use them. 
I said, so this is what I'll do. I'll wake up. I'll make, I'll wake up at the same time every day. I'll wake, uh, I'll make the bed. I'll have a shower and I'll go walk out into the grass in the garden, right? It's called grounding. Right. I don't know if it's true or not, but it, it's, it's, it's with the magnetic field. Okay? Right. I've heard about this stuff. Yeah. It makes me feel good. I'm not sure if the science is true behind it, but getting these little steps in my head, mm. it it's, makes me feel connected yeah. and it makes me grounded. Yeah. Again, that, so is that you want to do barefoot? Yes, yeah. barefoot. Yeah. You know, some people go to the extent of, and again, this is them hugging a tree and stuff. I, I've, you know, that's a bit much. You know, uh, yeah, not really for me. But the grounding, so and also, um, I write a gratitude list. I don't do them as much as I should now, but write down ten things every morning that you are thankful for, and it could be the smallest thing ever. Mm. It could be that, you know, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I've got my health. I'm grateful that the neighbour said hello to me. The time you finish this list of five or ten, I'd like you to do ten. The minute you finish that ten, when you feel that you've got nothing good in your life, when you scrape together ten things that you're grateful for, you're like, wow. Yeah, I I, I, I love that. I do that. I love that. That's a brilliant one. Gratitude is key. Um, Start to write and follow a weekly planner. You're you're big on this. Yeah. I really think, and it, I don't even care if you ain't got nothing to do in your weekly planner. If you haven't got a job or you're, if you're not lucky enough to to be able to do many things, write a weekly planner. At ten a.m. Go for a walk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At eleven a.m. Yeah. Do the laundry. Yeah. Do this weekly planner because it gives you again something to take you away from drugs, 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 yeah, yeah. drugs, drink, drink, and it drink, empties drink. your mind as well. Yeah, of everything you got to do because the stuff you got to do can nag you. We're only human, yeah. You know, so once you once you've wrote, wrote that list out, when you start ticking them off, when you've done them, done the laundry at eleven, tick yeah, it off, yeah, like, little wins, little wins, the yeah. little wins at the end of the week make a big fucking win. Um, start to write wrongs, anything. So I yeah. fell out with my older brother. Um, a little bit for what he done, but just me. I take everything personally. Everything's to heart, and it hurts more yeah. when something happens with family. So I reached out to my brother. How you doing, Dan? I said, this is why I haven't spoke to you, mate. And yeah. he said, fuck. I'm sorry if I said that. I didn't even mean to. You know what? I went nearly a year without talking to him. Yeah. And all I had to do is say, Dan, this is why I wasn't talking to you. And he's like, mm. oh, man, I'm so sorry. Do you want to come around? I was bang, got bang. Just starting writing wrongs in my life because... Yeah, the ego's a tough one. It is, you know. Meditation. Meditation was big when I started sobriety. So I literally type in guided four minutes guided meditation on YouTube. You know, lay on your bed, completely Mm. relax, shut the blinds, and give it a go. Again, it's not for everyone, but it fucking helped me. I mean, just calms that head down, you know. Just listen to someone else, listen to what they do. Like these people on meditation, true or false, they train in this. It's got to be be doing something for someone. Yeah. Um, Eating healthy is such a big thing. Me, I'm a big sugar fiend. Me too. And I, I realised as well, when I'd be eating a lot of sugar, I'm on a high. And when you have that crash, I'd want to pick up drugs or anything because you want that, I want that high mm. to go. And eating healthy, it's, <clears throat> eating healthy, Dan, it's, it's such a good thing in life. And I don't want to, look, it don't mean you can't eat shit. Have, have a bit, but eat healthy. <laughs> if you've got a, a car and you start putting cheap oil in there yeah. and cheap fuel, your car's going to run shit. Yeah, yeah. It's as simple as that. But if you start putting mm. good it's fuel... The hard, I think that's the hardest fucking thing, man. The hardest thing is to not eat shit. Oh, definitely. I train well, my ass off and still fucking have to have chocolate at night. Well, I know I'm depressed when I start eating shit. I will literally go straight to the petrol garage. I'll spend five to ten pounds on... Chocolate sweets. Chocolates, crisp. I'm like, oh, what packet do I want? I'll have all them four because I can't make up my fucking mind and I'll sit there and then after I'm tired, now I feel shit that I've just eaten shit food. I'm not doing nothing because I've just put myself in a little sugar coma. So eating healthy, just, you know, give it a go. Light exercise. 
Yeah. I think it's so good. Again, it's part of a routine. And like exercise, I understand that people might not have money for the gym. Yeah. Go for a walk. Go for a jog. Yeah. Do some press-ups and sit-ups. I'm now doing 45 press-ups in the evening uh, and 45 press-ups in the morning. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I can yeah. get something from it. But again, it's it's mm. me giving myself something to do. And I'm pun- like... And I'm like, you're doing this. Like you said the other day when you've done that 10K run. You, 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 you're saying, listen, because you fucked up now, or add these back. Yeah, because you've had negative thoughts, I'm going to do fucking, it. You know what oh, I mean? We're going to fucking do this. So yeah. not only are you, you're, you're teaching yourself not to have any negative thoughts, with doing exercise, you're fucking gaining out of it at the same yeah. time. So you're getting rid of these negative thoughts and treating yourself physically. Yeah. Um, getting the buzz, getting the endorphins. Exactly. That, yeah. And that's it. That is a free drug. Why are yeah, we not yeah. fucking using it? That you don't have a come down on it, just lasts all day. You go for a run in the morning, you feel fucked, but how good does that fuck yeah. feel? Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, oh my god, I've done that. I'm fucked, but yeah, I love can't it. wait. Tell everyone, you know. Yeah. Um, right, stop using the word no and can't. Let's say yes, and I will try. Mm. You know, with addictions and mental health, all we want to say, no, not yet. I can't do it. Just force yourself as long as you're not harming anyone by saying yes, and I will try. Give it a go. Yeah. You know, and and again, little things like that. Um, what is it? I think your lads. I just got friends with them. They asked us to go golf. Yeah, and it's oh, oh no, I can't. Do and you that. just said yes, and, and I went. I read these notes that day because I had a little bit of a upset. wobble. So I, I I thought read that and I was like, yes, I will go. Do you know what I mean? And fuck, it was brilliant, mate. Mm. Not only have we've got a great bright bunch of friends, I'm learning yeah. a new sport now, golf. You know, and and that's it. And that's going to help with life, with business, with with yeah, meeting yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can become a better person. Look at people, scenarios, and situations you surround yourself with or by. So listen. Change your environment, change your exactly. circle, change your network. My pal Nick is big on this. Yeah. Nick White and I box with, he's like, it's all about changing your network. All about you changing go, your circle. If you go in a boxing gym every day, Dan, Are you just surrounding to yourself watch, with, yeah. right? It's only going to take you three or four sessions of watching before you think, oh, I'm going to do a bit uh, of pad yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you don't do drugs and you're hanging around with a load of people to do drugs, it's only going to take two or three sessions of you sitting here and go, I'm going to do I'm drugs. I'm going to do it. You know, you want to have an own mm. business. You want to earn this amount of money. Yeah. Hang around with them people. Find them. Do you know what I mean? Because they need you as much as you need yeah. them as well. Um, dun, 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 dun. I'm not printing that. What's happened here? Fuck's sake. But yeah, man. It's all fucking uh, good. This is nearly, all good stuff. This And this is what I use daily. Um, clean your house. Yeah, yeah. Tidy your house. There's nothing My worse. fucking missus needs this list. I'll email it over. Uh, clean your house. Again, it's a rewarding thing. Yeah. But it gives you a little bit of yeah. pride in your life. When I was an addict, I found mm. that my pride went out the window. I didn't give a shit what my house yeah. was like. I'm getting my friends coming around my house right, and there's fucking dishes. I've got dirty laundry at the bottom of the stairs that's been there for ages. I'm stepping over it. Because yeah. I just didn't care. The drugs took any pride away. The mm. ego, it went. Do you know what I mean? It was just like, I don't care as long as I, I'm on drugs. I'm, I'm allowed yeah. to do this, you know? So just tidy your house um, and get everything organised and in order. Anything. So, for instance... I have a big Kirk file I used to with everything, bills, insurance, the lot, the lot. So I sat there one day and thought, right, let's let's just get your life in order. Because, you know, when you're looking for saying, oh, can I have your reference number for that insurance quote? Fucking, I'm looking for all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then I get flustered yeah. and then I your don't life do life admin. Yeah. yeah, so now I've literally, I went to Asda's, I think they were a pound. I bought these little binders. I bought 10 of them, right? So I have my car without registration, anything for that car in it. My gas bill, anything that goes in the gas goes in that file. It's these little simple yeah. things, Dan, but I swear it's made me the man who I am. But the key points is light exercise, um, eating healthy, and just being a bit more um, like 
tidy and, and uh, mm. organized in your house. Expanding on what you were saying, it's like it's little things, but it makes you the man you are. But like life is made of just hundreds and hundreds of little moments. One million. All the small things just build up. To yeah, exactly. If you've got all that, and I mean, I'm basically just ripping off Jordan Peterson now, but if you've got all those little things in order, your whole day then becomes in order. And it becomes so much yeah. easier as well. Sure. <laughs> it's the same with bad things, mm. right? So you're going to have a few bad things happen in the day, right? Yeah. The end of your day, when your missy says one thing, just one little bad thing. That's going to tip you. Well, oh, fuck you. So why don't we swap that with bringing in good things yeah. to our life? You the, know, the the beautiful thing about everything you said is like, I, I, like I live by most of that already. Yes. Like not already, but since, since my sobriety, and mm. and honestly, like like I said in that video at the weekend, a massive massive thing for me, right, is is uh, is negative thoughts, negative thought loops, uh, insecure thoughts, mm. you know, bad thoughts, like. Uh, and now what sobriety has given me is pride, like you were talking yeah. about. It's given me pride instead of like regret and cringiness yeah. and all of yeah. that stuff. And I'm a firm believer that um, your mind, and I, I live by this now, the mind's like a fucking muscle, right? You've got yeah. to train it, train it, train it, train it. So every time I'm doing something that I don't want to do, like a cold water dip or... Yeah. What's that mad fucking that sound? beer delivery. Like oh, it's a train. Oh, is that a train? Uh, oh, that a train? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me with my problem. That's yeah, be- beer delivery. Fucking hell, the first thing you thought of is that's beer. <laughs> no, um, the cocaine truck coming. <laughs> <laughs> They're no, silent now. Yeah. But um, I'm a firm believer that um, I have to I have to do things I don't want to do. Yes. Right? In order for me to stop doing things I don't want to do. So yeah. the, what I mean by that is when I went and done a 10K run on Sunday, I didn't want to do it, but I knew that if I pushed through that barrier of not wanting to do it, that that would make me stronger in my yes. mind. So then when, when a, a pack of gears in front of me or something's going on and da da da, I got that strength to, to push yeah. through, right? And the same with my boxing. And, and I think like structure... Uh, in your day is fucking paramount uh, a big thing we think oh what if we stop drinking and doing drugs what are we gonna fucking do yeah. mate life is fucking mad there's yeah, loads of stuff to do just, even if you haven't got a job if you just write out yeah, on a Sunday night everything that you've got yeah that's the what family, I do. taking the dog for a walk if you write that down and space it out in a week you realise oh fuck I don't have a lot of time to do drugs I yeah. need to focus on yeah. this you know and get your house in order yeah and like, and like you we're going to go on to the I think we're going to go on to the thing in a sec but uh, a massive tip that I'll give to people here I got addicted to golf I've got a massive tip to give to people <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> it is comedy it is comedy and you can see that at Kirk's OnlyFans on no I'm joking but um, just lowered the price from 20 to 15 dollars so. oh yeah is that what you're using this podcast for to sell pictures of your Corey because that is brilliant it's marketing right. uh, you know I'm coming off it soon so get it while you can no. but, uh, <laughs> but just a quick one I just want to finish uh, on this section on this uh, Kirk, Kirk will tell I mean, when when you go sober, if 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 you do have an addictive personality, you you do need to swap your addictions yes. for positive things. You definitely do. And I got into golf, and here here would be my tip to to anyone out there, because that's why I do the boxing and the golf, and why I got married. Um, find something that's really difficult you want to get good at. <laughs> find something that's really difficult yep. you want to get good at, and swap it for your drink and drug taking. Find something that's really difficult that you would like to become good at. And it will take up all your time. Right. Uh, one minute, Dan. 5.30 in the morning, you go boxing pretty much yeah. every morning. Every right? morning. And get your, you, you, you smash people's yeah. face in. But as well, you get your, yeah. you don't want to do that, do you? Do you want no, to go I at mean, 5.30 in the morning? No, I don't. If but I took that away no. from you, 
right? Oh, I'd How be would you be with Shelley that day, truthfully? Yeah, probably Aggie. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. I come out of that boxing so, gym buzzing. Putting through yourself through pain, mate. Yeah. As creating yeah. a lovely day for everyone that's around you. Yeah. Because that's what we need. And that no one wants, anything. No one wants to go to the gym, but when you're there and you're in it, you're feeling it, you're, 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 you're fucking working, your mind is taken away from all of your problems yeah. and focusing on one task at a time. And then when that second's come to when you're finished, you're like, oh my God, I've done it. And then you're yeah. finished, you're like, woo! Ooh, it's. I could walk in Tesco's petrol station and chin someone, bro. Yeah, I don't man. care, I but I don't. Do that the other day, no, but you I hold. Do. No, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. He doesn't. He I doesn't. don't. I don't. That's, uh, he never pressed charges. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, John. What are we doing next? Yeah. So basically, you put a little post out on the Menace to Sobriety uh, Instagram, asking for listeners to send in any questions or any stories or comments they might have, and you know, hundreds of people messaged in. Um, and a lot of very kind of grateful people for what right. you guys are doing. So we just got a couple of voice notes. I'll Let's do it. Down the mic, you guys can. Uh, cool. Uh, have they stated if they're anonymous? What would like to be anonymous well, or I not? I think we'll bleep names out in post. Cool. Yeah, but I mean, if they don't, if you yeah. could just say their first name, okay. who it's from. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so one from uh, Osama. No, <laughs> no, I said that. <laughs> 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 it's yeah, you'll die. Bleep that out. <laughs> right. We've got one from Reese. And uh, Reese. Yeah, this is a question. Here we go. How we doing, fellas? Uh, just yep. a quick question on the booze. What is your opinion on the way alcohol is marketed in supermarkets? Should we change the way it's packaged like we did back in 2012 with cigarettes? Mm -hmm. For example, displaying graphic images um, on the harm it has to the body. Oh, man, that's... Uh, that's I actually thought about this yesterday. I went, no, what's the day today? Saturday. Yeah. Um... I don't think it's fair that, um, look, I know it's our problem if we're addicts, but, and I was not really a drinker, Dan, but I did like a bit of gin, mm -hmm. you know? And when I'm in Sainsbury's and I'm going for a little shop, I I've got this weird thing I have to do every aisle. I mm. have to snake yeah. the aisles. And it really, the bottles are so inviting, I feel. Yeah. You know, and it gives me, think, oh, look at that, a summery yeah. taste. And yeah, I yeah. do think that they... Um, that they should. I don't think alcohol should be advertised. I, I really don't. Dan. Listen, it's it's like they say. They say alcohol. It, it, when they talk about alcohol, um, especially from like a, a medical start standpoint, or or like you know when they're saying it's bad, they say alcohol and other drugs. Where they should just say drugs. Yes, alcohol is a drug. Yeah. But I'm in split minds about this because I mean you know you look at all the craft beers and some of them are like advertised to kids. It looks like they're advertised to yeah. kids. You know. Yeah. Uh, the tropical ones and all of that shit. But you know, I mean. I don't know. It's a tough one because it's like it's like it's like saying, well, you know, they, the pe most people don't have a problem, but really, a lot of people do have a problem. Yeah. And how many people die from drink driving to people that ain't even got on it? How problem. many people die from yeah. from drinking? I think maybe the I think uh, I think there's uh, maybe I don't think it's fair to stop uh, the way they're advertising, the colours they use, and everything like that. But I think maybe there should be more bigger warnings on them yeah yeah like yeah. alcohol kills yeah you know because they don't they say smoking kills but they don't put alcohol kills yeah. on alcohol maybe that's a good point they should put alcohol kills but i think that uh the, the the problem is bigger than that the problem the problem is is like for instance from a young age um i think like i i mean this is just me i never thought that alcohol could lead to a, a addiction mm. i didn't 
Yeah, I, I, it's such a normal thing. Yeah. You, no one will, no one will look down at you for having a pint, you no. know. And it's, it's like smoking, for instance. You know, yeah. it's, someone will give you a beer, someone will give you a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference between me doing a bit of gear and going, "Oh, you dirty fucker"? Then, yeah. So the, to the wrong person, they're all the same substance. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. And it's like you know, it's a good question, Reece, yeah, by the very way. Substance is respite. It's getting away from yeah. the yeah. mind, and that's like the foundation of all spirituality is just to kind of accept. You know what? Yeah, yeah. It, it just does. I think personally, to me, me personally, um, my addict's strong. And going down the drink aisles or standing in a petrol garage, and I can see the labels. Mm. I can see the sun's out, and you're looking at a fucking lovely side up. I'm looking at a Pim's advert or something like that, and there's load mm. of people having a laugh and, and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, there has to be. Look, keep it. If we was to choose, keep yeah. it as it is, but put a warning. Don't use this substance to change yeah. the way you or think. Alcohol or alcohol kills, a massive alcohol kills. But not just that. Listen, as a society, we are. We're, it is the norm. It's a coming of age. You drink. Yeah. You drink. You know. Your your dad gives you your first pint. You drink. You know. You drink at weddings, anniversaries, fucking funerals, mm-hmm. everything. The geezer could have died from drinking, and you're fucking getting oh, pissed at his funeral. Yeah. So yeah, good question. What's what's next? Yeah, well fucking done. Hell. So we got. Um, voice a message from peter it's quite like a it's it's a deep story but yeah cool. like yeah it. by the way i am a crier <laughs> yeah. right, just thought we'd flood you with the uh, voice note as we start um make it as simple as it is i've suffered with mental health and addiction for a long long time um due to past traumas uh for myself uh, child abuse when i was eight um I sadly lost my brother when I was 11, which uh, traumatically affected me for a long, long time. Um, And as I got into my adult years, obviously just found substance to deal with things. Um, And that was a rapid effect up and down for a long, long time. Uh, At the age of sort of 21, I sort of had a bit of a breakdown uh, and just started using heavily, like daily. which obviously led on to the age of 24, where I first ever spoke about my... Um, spoke about my past traumas, like... My past traumas with uh, child mm-hmm. abuse, self-harm, um, my own depression, my mental health. Uh, obviously, yeah, so that led on to a long-term relationship breaking up. Um, then I slowly worked on myself for a couple of years, got myself really, really into a good position, wow. stopped using so much, um, just used it as like now and again, go on the search, have a little bit, to meet someone, uh, fall in love again, which is amazing, um, have a young child, and for me to get depressed again in my own head and sort of start using substances, start drinking, which was a new one for me really, using mm. alcohol as, a, as an abuse. And then in December last year, um, on the 14th, my uh, father sadly passed away in my arms. Yeah. And two days just before that, my partner at the time kicked me out and said she didn't love me anymore. Mm. So that led me on a bit of a path um, for a few months. Uh, obviously, we've got a young daughter. That's tough, now, man. Fuck. As, as it is, um, I'm going to go straight to the point. I'm... 30 days, six days on sobriety. Oh, I've just come off a stag weekend. Uh, all my friends on the sesh, on the drink, getting into it. And I went and stayed sober all weekend. Fuck. Well done, man. Fuck. Massive steps. Um, That's positive. Fuck. I want to say that your Facebook page, your Instagram, your YouTube helped massively. So thank you very much for that. 
Um, and yeah, so we're at the stage I'm at now. I'm I'm healing slowly. I'm processing my feet. What a man. Um, and yeah, I wanna I wanna get involved. I wanna help people. I want people to realise there is there is a there is something at the end of every tunnel. And wow. yeah, we've all we've all been to dark places, but the comeback's beautiful. Mm. So yeah, thank you too. Thank you very much. Wow, Fucking Peter. Man. Well done. Honestly, first of all, for anyone opening up about anything that's gone in your life, well done. Um, well done in his sobriety now. He's had a life, poor bugger, do you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's hard. I know about, like, the partner splitting up with you, taking your kids away, um, the trauma. You lost your father, I lost my father. Peter's lost his, um, you know, and and uh, he's, he sounds like he's there because he knows that he's using drugs. At the time, I didn't know I was using drugs as a coping mechanism. Peter does, which is like, you That's know, the first step to, to understand why you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, he's you know, all I say to Peter now is, for what's happened in his life, it's mm. been dark, so he's going to have some big dips. It, like we all have up and downs, but people probably like they've hit trauma, like me, you, multiple other people. Peter, there's going to be big dips, bigger than other yeah. people's dips. So all I would suggest to Peter, whatever you've just done over the last thirty days or during this tag, do keep doing that, but just. Remember, when them dark times hit again, Peter, remember what you've achieved and just remember it's only a little dip in the road and you'll get back up. What, what do you feel? I know that hit you. That well, f- first of all, I just want to say, Kirk, man, that like it's beautiful to... It's, 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 you don't give yourself enough credit with your knowledge, man, because I know, like, you know, to hear you just respond to that, I didn't know what to say to that. You know, that really, that kind of hit me. I didn't know what to say to that. So to, to listen to you responding to that, I mean, you, you, you know, you've learned so much and grown so much. And this is the beautiful thing about uh, going through trauma and addiction and stuff like that and getting out the other end of it or being on the other side yeah. of it is you've got so much to give now. That's why you're here on this podcast. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that. Thank mate. you, mate. Thank and, you. And um, um, Peter, man, like, look, I just, I just think, um, I think, wow, first of all, for sending us the voice notes, that's, that's amazing. And listen, start start um start looking at yourself in a positive light and you know start you know treating yourself positively look at everything that's happened you're right yeah yeah no it's just go on mate see we don't hear we don't hear that stuff about each other yeah no no it's good it's good but it's just you know what i mean it's uh it just brings up what what trauma we went through but i am here for a reason i really do think i'm here for a reason do you know what i mean i could have i could have went the same day as my dad i could have went when my daughter was taken away from me but to to, i need to hear people like that your story's like that so when i heard your story and people listen to your story Mm. it was like you listening to his there i need that because when i'm in my bed i'm like oh it's all me 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 shit's happening to me it ain't it's happening to fucking everyone so why should i punish myself or not be here no more for just going bad we're all in it together yeah And and Peter, what I want to say is um, thank you for sharing that because now people that are listening to this uh, will listen to your story and they'll be like, fucking hell, Eva, 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 you know, he's gone through similar stuff to me and he's just been on a stag weekend and stayed sober. Well done on that one. Yeah, I can believe that, man. Like, you know, I relapsed to stag to go on my stab stag do you know what i mean so um but you know what i'm saying is people will listen to that and they'll be like fucking hell um he's been through what i've been and he's doing this or they'll listen to do that through that and say he's been through worse than me and he's doing well so thank you let's keep going cheers okay cool um so yeah we got a good one. Uh, a voice Fuck. note from emily uh we have women listeners that was nice wow sure. that might be a visual thing because <laughs> of uh a couple of good looking lads here another one back on yeah go on oh, no, they've gone all right go here we go <laughs> Hi Dan, hi Kirk, 
Um, firstly, thank you so much for what you're doing. Um, I think you're helping a lot more people than you even realise. Um, so I just want to say thank you for that because you certainly help and inspire me. Wow. Um, I'm out in Marbella and I'm seven months, coming up to seven months sober. Well done. Um, and I just wondered what your thoughts were on kind of going to the same places that you used to go to when you were drinking. Mm. Like the beach clubs, the restaurants. I'm just struggling with it a little bit. I just feel like the odd one out, I feel like the FOMO oh, creeps in. And so what I tend to do is kind of avoid it. Like, I just, yeah, I just find it easier to avoid um, than to put myself somewhere like that. And then it all kind of comes flooding. Yeah. Well, I got the gist, yeah. What was her name? Yeah. Uh, Emily. Emily. Thank you for the message. Well done on the sobriety and yeah. being out in mobs. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna wade in on this one yeah, because on. I just just quickly because I thought I'd crack this and I, I very much thought, do you know what? I can be around my mates when they're drinking. Yeah. I can do this. I thought I cracked it and um, not last weekend, the weekend before I had the fucking worst panic attack, like the, the, the worst anxiety attack being at a, a friend's barbecue uh, with, with some friends of mine. Some was out. They're good, good close friends of mine uh, that like a sesh. And, you know, I left my missus for an hour to go to a, to, to an event, which mm. fucking triggered me a bit anyway. And then I come back and she was drunk. Everyone was drunk. And I fucking wanted to get out of there. I was yeah. like, uh, and she said it there. Is it Emily? Yeah. Emily said mm -hmm. there that, you know, she felt like the odd one out. I was sat there like this and the world going on around me. The kids were going wild. Everyone was drunk, singing, dancing. They were like, should we do some tequilas and all of this? And I was sat there like that. And I was just like, I shouldn't be here. They're all looking at me because I'm not drinking. I'm like ruining their vibe. Yeah. And also like, it's like, and then what started happening to me uh, in my mind was I was going, all oh, right, so this is what the rest of my life's going to be like. This is what the rest of my life's going to be like. I'm always going to be that elephant in the room. And then what happened to me was I felt myself having the panic attack and the anxiety. And I thought, oh, is this because I want to drink? Yeah. Am I going to relapse? Yeah. So it was fucking awful. So what I'd say, my advice um, is just don't fucking go there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, well, don't want to... I mean... I, it's hard for me to say I mean I love those people so I probably will I will go out with them again and yeah. stuff like that but if you if it makes you feel really uncomfortable just don't do it well why it's as I said earlier you only have to go somewhere so many times before you start doing what's there yeah. and look no disrespect I used to love going to the ocean clubs and stuff like that but with this current era it is about drinking and drug using that's yeah. that's the lifestyle of them things you know not talking bad or good about it that's just what that is you know yeah i used to be in the nightclub business that's what that was about yeah but um you know what look if you turn the oven on and put your hand on it and it burnt you're not going to keep your hand in your eye you're going to take your hand out because yeah. you don't feel good so why would you go to an event or a place yeah. that doesn't that hurts you yeah. Just because it's a mental hurt doesn't mean that it's no yeah. different to a physical hurt. Them people that you're going to go stand at Ocean Club with, they do other things that you can do. You're not missing out on that. Yeah, and uh, another part of me, like I'm a firm believer of, I'm I, I'm quite in this mindset now that that's my old life, and yeah. and like I don't go to the pub anymore. Like when my my friends don't, I got a certain group of my friends that don't really ring me to go to the pub anymore because I just kept saying no at the but beginning. They'll. They'll say, do you want to come here? Dan? Yeah, do you want to go? Yeah. Do you want to go? Like we went for a meal the other night and stuff like that. But personally, myself, I can't really enjoy uh, a pub or a club mm. or a beach club unless I'm off me nut. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be around drunk people, Better and I don't. My nerves. And I don't, don't want to be around people that are sniffing. 
that's just me. So my advice to anyone out there is uh, change your fucking lifestyle change, if you yeah. really want to fucking go sober. Them friends that are going to be at Ocean Club in my bag, go out with them in a the day, yeah. go have a meal with them before they go out. Yeah. And then just yeah. go do a bit of work. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, it's not it's not a case of uh, looking at it. And I always say this: it's not my motto. Don't look at it like you're missing out. Look at it like you're free of it. Exactly. Boom. Fuck me, mate. I'm good. That's going to be one of the viral clips. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, one more. A couple more. Yeah, what time is it? Try, I need to try and get my viral clip in now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kirk's viral clip. He's had loads. Go on. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, okay, this is a quick one from Paul. What do you do when you really want to drink, but you don't at the same time? How do you, what do you do to stop yourself? Dan, you was the, uh, yeah, you, you was the drinker. Oh, man. Uh, when you really want to drink and you don't want to drink at the same time, really do some analysis in your brain. Really look at your brain. Like, look at your thought. Try and, like, I see my thoughts as wanting to drink is the last thought. Go back. Why do I want to drink? What's made me think I want to drink? I done, I done it the other day where I was like, right, the sun's out. I'm thinking of the sun. My mates are at the pub and my missus is away. They, so my missus was away with the kids. My mates are at the pub. The sun's out. That's making me want to drink. Why can't I go down? And then I, what I do is I talk to myself. So then I go, why can't I go down to the pub and see my mates and not drink and just yeah. have an alcohol-free beer? Why can't I do that? Do you know why I can't do that? Because that's fucking boring. I want to get off my nut and smashed. Yeah. That's why. Because I've got a problem. Because I'm not thinking about going and having a drink. I'm thinking about fucking escapism. Why do I want to escape? Why do I want to escape a life uh, that I've got? Why not try and build a better life that yeah. I don't want to escape? And it's about fucking talk, looking for your triggers and talking yourself out of them. Yeah. And also, say if the obsession of a drink and drugs really on you, you don't want to do it, but you also want to do it as much as you don't want to do it. Say to yourself, well, I'll tell you what, go for a 10K jog first of all. Yeah. Right? Then if you want to, let's do it. Nine, I'm not telling everyone, don't really tell yourself that, but nine times out of 10, you're like, oh, I got what I needed. Yeah. My endorphins, my adrenaline's yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Well, I don't need that drink. That, 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 I've done that. I've done that. Yeah. I, 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 had I do that. it every morning. Yeah, I do it in the morning. But I mean, I have literally been vibrating with wanting to get off my Are nut. you going to give me that back? What? Oh, the other thing. Sorry. What? <laughs> 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 I've been vibrating. <laughs> He's talking about it as if it was a dildo. That's it your viral clip. He's got his. Plug. He's got his viral clip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. This is a professional podcast for fuck's sake. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, that's a good. That's a good one. Just <laughs> stick a dildo up your ass. No, just go for a fucking run. <laughs> We've progressed to the finger. Yeah. To the <laughs> Can we have one more? One more. Let's yeah, do no, it. That's, yeah. As you said, just. Punish yourself first. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. A, with a yeah, yeah. Like, listen, burnt, like, anxiety. Uh, to me, I look at anxiety and worry as, like, excess energy, excess fucking... Um, perfect. Yeah, like... Perfect. Fuck, yeah, it's mate. like excess energy. Go fucking, like, with the ADHD. Like, if I, if my mind's going wild, mate, go burn it off. Yeah. That, no, a great energy. That's yeah. Great. I couldn't sum it up yet. Thank you. That's another viral clip. I'll have that one. <laughs> All right, one more from Lewis. <laughs> Hi Dan, hi Kirk, uh, it's Lewis here. Uh, I am 17 days sober today. Go on, Lewis. Newbie. And, um, I just wanted to say thanks because I did like a mini home rehab slash detox for the first seven, eight days where I didn't leave the house. Um, wow. And I just used all the videos, watched all the videos for hours and I'm just kind of listening to everyone else's stories. I always thought I was special and a bit of a one-off and then you realise that 
we're not like we're all in the same kind of boat we've all been in the same position at some point yeah um and hearing other people talk about how they've got out of it made me think well if they fucking can then i can so love that mine was more just to say thanks just to say thanks for your posting keep it up um the stuff you said about the kids helps i've got a i've got a five month old Uh and everything has to be for him now and um yeah that is that is the plan moving forward so keep up the work um loving it Cheers, guys. Who, what was his name? Lewis. Uh, Lewis. Oh, you're very good with names, man. Lewis. Uh, first of all, Lewis, mate, thank you. I'll tell you what, I'm so fucking weird in the head. I'm so insecure that um, I don't know if it is the ADHD or just my insecurity, but every now and then I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And I see all the numbers and the comments and stuff, but it just doesn't register that it's helping people sometimes. Mate, you know, so I, thank you. But That's why I'll send you the odd message that people might message me saying thank yeah. you to you and, and Dapper. You really... Mate, uh, that, that home rehab thing, you know. Wow, that's great, isn't it? Good idea, little business there. <laughs> no, honestly, well done yeah. with the sobriety. I can imagine his young child has a lot to do with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah well done, and thank you for the appreciation. Yeah, and uh, you, you you raised a good point there. You know, we've you know I've got a lot of friends that are struggling with it now or struggled with it in the past. There's absolutely nothing wrong with reevaluating your relationship with drink and drugs, but just remember when you're questioning um, yourself, when you're looking at yourself and going, "Oh, why am I like this?" and you're, 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 you're beating yourself up and you're giving yourself that self-fucking grilling and you're, you're mm. starting to uh, wallow in self-pity. Just remember, everyone's addicted to something. Yes. Everyone, whether it's scrolling on their phone, whether it's wanking themselves silly to porn, mm. whether it's, um, you know... Uh, we're, I mean, John, what's, what's your ad- addiction apart from... I don't know, what is it? I bet <laughs> you it's just described them. Describe the two of them. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, one more. Can we have one more? Have you got one more? Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. After I get it up now. Um, oh, can you? Oh, yeah. Can you? Not yeah. after all the porn. <laughs> okay, right. I'll, I'll, I've got, I just want to uh, finish, when I finish. Or yeah, when, you want to say something, yeah? No, yeah, just, just yeah, go for things. Go for now whilst I'm getting this. Uh, cool, so okay, let's, uh, cool. let's have a little one shot here. So these are the things that I tell myself a lot, Dan, in the mirror. Yeah. Like, and, and I... Again, are these like affirmations? No, it's just telling myself who I am. So I say, and I say this out loud. It's good you can you can just keep reading it and say it loud. So I am confident in who I am. I am confident in every everything working out the way it should be. I am confident in what I have to offer to the world. I am exactly where I need to be. I tell myself that daily because I don't. There's a lot I don't feel confident. I told you what happened with. Towie asking yeah. me back and then just fucking me right off yeah. mate blew I, your so, confidence blew your I felt, made you insecure like it reminded you that you're a reject that yeah. you're not wanted that you're not and then you just lie back in your bed and you're just like oh why am I, I why am I doing all of this because I'm just still a twat and I had to shout these at myself that day because I, I, well, I literally they put me like it fucked me up Towie doing that I just don't understand why they done it, it punishment it's the yeah. only thing I can think of so I just literally I tell my day I am confident in who I am. I am where I'm meant to be in life. No matter where you are, that's where you're meant to be right now. Yeah. Forget anyone else. It doesn't matter if someone's got less than you or more than you. That's their fucking journey. If you're going to look about what they're doing in life, you're not looking at what you're doing. Yeah. If you're caring for someone else, that's good. But you've got to focus on you. Put you number one. Tell yourself every day you are confident. You are who you are and where you are meant to be in life. Yeah, I love that. That's his viral clip. He just got it. Fucking hell, man. No, but that was. Fu- I know we got to go soon, Kirk, because you got to get home. But no, no, no I, was just, um, I was just looking. At let me, let me just, let me just, like just, 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 just give me them three again quickly. So just, sorry, so well, 
I, and I have to write them down. So I'm confident then, in who I am. I'm confident, I'm confident yeah. in everything working out the way it should be. I'm confident in what I have to offer to the world. I'm exactly where I need to be. I love that last one. I'm exactly where I need to be because we can all feel so fucking lost. Mm. I love that. you got one more for us, mate, and then yeah, we'll, we'll wrap this up. Absolutely. I've loved the podcast, by the way. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, feel, you know when, when it just feels yeah. right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah I'll, I'll definitely record the next one as well. So, uh, <laughs> can you imagine? That's my fear. That's my fear. If, if yeah. going that you haven't recorded. Don't worry, right. John, men to men, by the way, as a man yourself, how are you feeling today? Ah, oh, good, good, good. It's very positive vibes. You're, you guys also, you're touching upon the spirituality side of things as well and like trust within the universe. And I'm kind of on a big kick Mate, of that. In the honestly, you, you get what you ask for yeah. in the sense of you got to ask some for it every day. I'm going to forward to you guys. Yeah. Uh, right, one more. Mm -hmm. uh, this person doesn't have a name, but they have a voice. Here we go. Yes, lads, just a quick one, but um, fucking let me give you a bit of context. Um, I got sober about two years ago once I met my ex-missus and um, she didn't drink or get on it or anything. So I fucking let, basically left all my mates and moved in with her and got sober. Um, fucking relapsed in January. Um, yeah, she's fucking broken up with me now, six months down the line, because I've been getting on it every weekend since. Um, do you think a relapse is a part of recovery because a lot of people say that a relapse can help and it fucking definitely helped me because I've been sober for a month now and the first time I got sober I was so fucking worried and scared because I had all these new feelings and all these thoughts and shit that I didn't understand but now the second time round I fucking understand them and I feel a lot better than the first time I got sober I've done a year and a half then I feel like I could fucking like just fuck it off forever now you know mm -hmm. so yeah, let me know. Do you think a relapse is a part of recovery or do you think it's just a fucking another excuse just to get on it again? Um, thank you for that. We'll call him John Doe. Uh, thank you for your message. And look, I do understand why women might leave some men, but, but truthfully, and no disrespect to women that have left... But mm. your true soulmate, your real woman, will stick by you. Mm. You know, they they they'll, they might leave you for a little bit, but they they'll help you. Um, I I've uh, relapsed twice, um, and I I me personally needed them relapse relapses to realise, oh fuck, mm. I'll kill myself. Like I mean, yeah, physically or or, or ODing. Yeah. You know, um, I always say that I I always have another relapse in me but I don't have another recovery. I know I can go walk out this door and get on it. I don't think I'll recover from the yeah. next one. But I needed that for clarity because I mm. went sober for a long time and then when lockdown one came in, um, all the meetings that I used to go to stopped mm. and they were on Zoom meetings and I couldn't get that connection mm. with people. And then uh, and I went out the window and I've, I think I went, the first time I went nine months sober and I hadn't spoke to any of the people that I used to use in nine months because I just had to go mm. my own way. I went and picked up halfway through the day after relapsing. I didn't even ring any of the people up. I just went to where I was nine months ago and they're still sitting there. No. Still sitting there. That chair in the pub. That that car outside the shop doing bits. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, nothing's fucking changed. Mm. Nothing's changed. But I needed to relapse, yeah. Dan. I did. It is a part of some people's journey. But again, you can't tell people that it is a part of a journey because someone might relapse to see if it is. And that might be their last relapse. Yeah. So it's fucking hard. Well done to him, though, for admitting a relapse. A lot of people don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, I needed it. I yeah. needed it. I needed it to. Um, I think. I think if. I think if it's early on for your sobriety, it's a key part of it. 
but don't use it as a fucking excuse to get back on it now. But I mean, for me personally, I, w I went sober for my missus and my family, not for myself the first time. I went sober to stop people saying, look at the state of you. Yeah. And, 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 to, and because I loved her, because yeah. I, I went sober the first time because I was like, fucking hell, I'm causing a nuisance. Yeah. Then when I started becoming feeling amazing and because I went sober for so long, I was like, I don't have a fucking problem. Mastered it. I've mastered yeah. it. So I can go back to one or two beers. And the acceleration of, of my drinking and drug use the second time round scared me so much. I knew I had a problem. I was about to say, so I relapsed. Um, so I'd done nine months sober, relapsed during lockdown one. I hit it. Well, I was trying, I sort of was half managing to do it just on the weekends. Yeah. Um, and then I went back in the rooms. And then when my dad passed away and I relapsed, every time I relapsed, I've hit it harder. Yeah. And, and did you find that when you went back? I, I, do you know what I felt? Do you know, time? Shall I tell you what I think it is? You know you've got to give up, so you try and consume as much as yeah. you can. Till, and then that could be, till, 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 be yeah. game over. So that's what that's why I'm, I'm like like now. If I already know in my mind, I mean, I, I, I know in my mind when I'm when, when I'm thinking about having a beer, I'm really thinking about gear. Yeah. Like if I if I'm thinking like oh the sun's out, go down the pub. I'm thinking I'll fucking get on it then. I, you know I used to get it uh, when I've come sober, like during the beginnings of coming sober. There was a friend that I used to. Um, pick up off and spend a lot of time with and that. Your drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just uh, saying your drug dealer. Yeah. Well, 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 he was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, I'd message him and I'd be like, no, you're not on drugs now, you're sober now, Kirk. Let me message him, see how he is. I wasn't, that was my addiction, saying, well, go see him, mm. right, just to check on him. Yeah. And he made his like, you know he's going to have a bit of thing on him. And, yeah. and then I was like, listen, yeah, it's it, none of yous have a problem. I have the problem. I have to take myself away from the situation. Yeah. You know, and look, a lot of half and half, half of my friends that I grew up with will still message me, well done and proud of you, the other half. Yeah. Don't want nothing to do with me. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think like, we, we, I don't think like, you know, listen, you've got to be honest with yourself that you've got a problem and, you know, something's going to trigger you and if you go back, you go back and, um, like, I get a lot of messages and I try, I try to respond to them. I get a lot of messages. I had one uh, this morning that I just managed to come across a, another guy actually that does uh, sobriety content online sorry you just said you come across another guy i just i just pictured him laying there while you jizzing over it oh, that's your mind <laughs> sorry i'm hey. so sorry yeah yeah I'm there you go <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> mate uh, do you know what on that note i think i'm sorry i think <laughs> why is, am i single this I don't is understand why oh, I'm because single. you picture men masturbating over you but listen <laughs> <Only> you <laughs> what i was gonna say is i had i had this fuck now i've got a semi this is weird <laughs> This is weird. this is not what I want it to happen. You know when you stand up when you were a kid and you used to stand up in class and write on the board, you but you couldn't because like, you, you had like a bone. That video of that person in the toilet the other day. The the the, uh, the, the let's not get into that. <laughs> shit. Let's not get into that. Um, John, that reminds me, we didn't manage to do the funny stuff, but we've run out of time. Next time. Next time. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna. I'm just. I was just gonna finish it on that. Um, I had someone that does uh, sobriety content. They relapsed. They messaged me saying they feel like shit. Da -da 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 -da. They're talking a good game and they relapsed and that. And what I'd say to anyone out there that's relapsed, really focus on how it's made you feel. Get something good out of it. Get some. Get some benefit out of it. Don't beat yourself up when you want to come down because it can send you the wrong fucking way. Get something out of it by really focusing on how how it made you feel. It's all good tools. Kirk, what would you like to finish on? Um, just sobriety saved my life. It really did. It really did. And listen, aim for everyone, but sobriety changed my life. I am a great person. I am a great father. I'm a great brother. I'm a great friend. And that is all due to sobriety. 
though. I, I owe my life to sobriety, to people that helped me. I've done a video of my dad the other day and, and you messaged me straight away, just checking you're all right, bud. Yeah. Little things like that. It's, you know, just I, 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 I owe sobriety in my life. I mm. really do. And my, myself. Because well, I us back together. Work. Yeah, one million percent. Yeah, we, didn't, we stopped talking, didn't we, through our addiction? I locked in my room sniffing and masturbating. <laughs> yeah, over me. <laughs> uh, John, what would you like to finish on? But first of all, Kirk, that was a lovely finish. Thank you very much, Thank my you. brother. And welcome back to the podcast permanently on this season as the fucking co-host and maybe permanently forever if we if you'll come. Not literally. Just move. <laughs> I can move. do that any John, what are you finishing on? Get the uh, camera on boys, you. Thank you ever so much for sharing. It's going to help a lot of people. Super interesting. I think you guys have got lovely energy together. Uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be part of it. Thanks. Can we have more from you next time, John? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to work out how all the buttons work. So, like, <laughs> I've got it now. Next time I'll be in. Let's give John a clap. And I'll work yeah. out to turn the light on as well. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right, guys. Uh, okay. Um, to this camera let me let me sign out thank you very much uh, for joining us on uh, Menace to Sobriety and Comedy with your host Daniel O'Reilly and Kirk Norcross thank you Kirk thank you very much absolute legend he's here with us for the foreseeable ladies and gentlemen please do me some things first of all comment uh, on the YouTube and share it sharing is caring you sharing this just on your social media may help somebody that you know but you don't know has got a problem or an issue or is, or is wondering uh, about something any uh, comments in here me and Kirk are going to reply to when we can but more importantly if you want to send a voice note in for us to respond to do it on the Menace to Sobriety Instagram that's the Menace to Sobriety Instagram um, let me know what you, th- what you think do you like the new setup do you like the new vibe uh, thank you very much for joining us sharing is caring from me Kirk and John that is Menace to Sobriety we're back baby thank you woohoo boom Menace to sobriety.